this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Mind Hostage, a podcast where we talk about a variety of subjects, including self-improvement and self-development, overcoming life adversity. And we've had many great guests who have talked about their adversity and how they've overcome it and found their purpose in life. We talk about PTSD in the public safety arena, meaning the police fire and EMS primarily, but also those members of our military or uh, people who have just experienced some traumatic events in life and are having a hard time with those attachments. In our new series that's coming out in a couple weeks, um, titled Journey to the Other Side, uh, it follows suit with the subject of the book that I'm working on that uh, studies near-death experience and the afterlife, where uh, folks have been clinically dead, uh, gone, to the other side, to the spirit, uh, to the afterlife, and have come back and talked about it. So you guys aren't going to want to miss this. It's pretty amazing. Today I'm going to talk about uh, the ego. I've talked about this this before in previous episodes, uh, but it's a very major issue that we have to deal with on a daily basis, and oftentimes we don't recognize that what we're dealing with inside uh, uh, is part of the ego. So I want to talk about a few examples of what our ego. Typically, when we talk about ego uh, and you say, hey, this guy has an ego, it's because you recognize in them that they're treating you in some way where they think they're better than you or they carry themselves in such a way that it is rather annoying and, and demonstrates the fact that um, they elevate themselves maybe above you, maybe their status or social you know, status or financial status or whatever but the ego is really much more than that and as a matter of fact when we respond to other people (laughs) and we recognize that they're carrying themselves a certain way and we respond emotionally to that that's part of our ego and so i want to give you guys an analogy that i use that is going to kind of set this up and it's going to require you guys to use a little visualization okay Imagine the hot air balloon festivals. You may have seen movies or pictures uh, of these guys. Uh, there are some other places where they go, Arizona and New Mexico, and they typically lead off in the early morning. And if you've ever seen pictures of those, there's many, many beautiful hot air balloons. And those b- balloons are multicolored, very, very beautiful in the very early morning sunlight out there dew on the ground and you may see these large hot air balloons filled up as they get ready to go on their journey and these hot air balloons um, while they're filled up and ready with all the potential to be able to to go on their journey to be released so that they can follow the the wind uh, whatever these guys do um, I'm not getting in one (laughs) but the the point is these 
balloons are tethered to the ground, um, usually on four corners. They have a basket, and in that basket, I'm sure they have some supplies, uh, uh, some things to help them navigate. They've got you know, the burner uh, and the fuel that they use to create the, the hot air that causes these things to rise. But these balloons are uh, full of hot air and ready to go on their journey. And when they're ready to go, they simply have, uh, they cast off whatever sandbags or additional weight that they have so they can gain altitude. They have to cut their tethers, uh, drop their ropes, or haul them in, whatever is required for these things mm-hmm. to go on their journey. Until they do that, though, these things are just full of the air, and they're full of the potential to be able to, to elevate, but they can't because they're tied down. And so this is a real good analogy about us as people, as humans, and as souls, because we are all individually full of the potential to be able to elevate ourselves, both spiritually uh, and, and as a human, to for self-development, to I- increase our knowledge uh, in any particular subject, to increase your spirituality, and to be able to grow to higher levels. Um, the problem is here is that we each are all tethered down just like these hot air balloons. And so you may ask yourself, well, what what in the world is a tether for us that's keeping us from our own personal growth? And I have to tell you that these tethers that we are personally bound with are the things like the ego, the fears of the future, uh, unforgiveness, anger, jealousy, greed, all these things, these attachments that we have, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much potential you have, no matter what job opportunities you have, no matter how smart you may be, nothing can prepare you for your journey and allow you to ascend on that journey to increase your knowledge, to use it successfully, to tap into the spirit to grow uh, spiritually until you are able to address these attachments. The ego is one of those major attachments, but these other things like the angers and the jealousies and the doubts and fears are all part of that. And you're thinking, why, why, how can these things be attached to the ego? Well, let me explain it. So from the time we're born, into this world as a child we are starting to be programmed so we are programmed in a way that we're told by uh adults what we can and can't do we're taught our limitations right because our parents fear for our safety they limit you in the things that you do because they may be unsafe Uh, maybe uh, your parents had their own limitations and so they're fearful they think that you can only live within the confines of their limitations, so they restrict you. Uh, you go to school, you're around other friends, you're around teachers, you're around other family members, and these people will all feed into your subconscious. They feed into your limitations. They tell you what you can and cannot do, most typically based on their own past experiences and their own egos. And so the pro- programming begins. Um, you will do some things uh, along the way that w- you may fail, which goes 
right into our ego. It goes into our programming because we failed at something. We hit the top and we limit ourselves and, and oftentimes never try to journey beyond that or attempt to go beyond that again um, because it was uncomfortable. Uh, everything that we do with regard to how we see ourselves are tied to our ego, how we want to be seen, the things we want to do when we grow up, who we want to be, um, oftentimes are based on self-confidence issues. So let's just say um, that I grow up and I want to be, uh, or I fit into the culture of let's just say tough guy, uh, motorcycle club culture. And so what do I do? I go out and I buy a motorcycle. I get a bunch of tattoos. I get some uh, motorcycle clothing and vests and all those things. I do a lot of things and surround myself to make myself fit in to that particular environment. Now you can substitute anything. I don't care if you're the best soccer mom. I don't care if you want to be part of the... Uh, herbatology club at school whatever it is you tend to surround yourself with people and things that will help you associate most closely with that group it's part of our ego it's how we want to be seen by other people it's how we see ourselves and some of that's based on personality some of that's based on programming some of that's based on what other people want for us maybe but it all feeds into the ego which makes us who we are so when i say the word ego it's not a bad thing necessarily it is who you are based on a multitude of factors okay so understanding the ego and how important the ego and how big it is is important because uh, you have to understand yourself first before you can start to grow. So the understanding of ourself and why we are the way we are is the first step in growth. So uh, in self-improvement, uh, before you know what you need to study or do to become a better person, maybe to become a more knowledgeable person, you have to know where you lack knowledge. I have to know what to study. If I want to do a particular job, I have to take certain classes and I have to learn. Sometimes I have to do an apprenticeship so that I can gain the knowledge necessary to acquire that job. In self-improvement, I have to know my weaknesses first. So one of the very most important steps is to be able to identify those weaknesses or those needs within ourselves. The ego is one of them. Uh, I'll give you another example. Let's say that I'm having a discussion with someone and they disagree with my opinion. And they say something untoward to me that causes a reaction, right? Because nobody likes to be uh, disrespected or talked to in a certain way or uh, someone to blatantly uh, disagree with you. And so I have an emotional response, right? I'm offended in some way uh, because they said something. Maybe it was the way they said it. Maybe it was what they said. Maybe it was just a look on their face. It could be anything. I got an emotional response out of that. And now we have a conflict so the thing to ask yourself is was it what they said that was the issue or was it how we received that because either way he responded or they responded in a certain way because of their ego and i responded based on the emotional response i had to what they said which is my ego 
right? You offended something uh, maybe that affected how I see myself. Maybe it affected how uh, I felt about the, the knowledge that I had, that I felt my knowledge was superior than theirs. And so now we have uh, uh, both an emotional response associated with our ego. So my response to what happens around me is based on my ego that is tied to everything in my life leading up to this point. So the ego drives virtually everything that we do. How we see ourselves, the fears that we have because of failure, uh, which keeps most people stagnant, right? Uh, how we respond to things. Uh, and you probably work with some of these people. I do, and I have. Uh, maybe somebody who wants to elevate themselves at work. And based on their experience and their personality, they do that in a way, and maybe in a passive-aggressive way, where they step over other people. Maybe they take credit for things that they didn't do, or they want to make sure that people know that they are responsible for maybe an idea or something. that went on. They want to make sure that they're in the spotlight and recognized for that. Maybe some people will create a little island for themselves at work where they won't share certain information because the need to protect themselves and their in their job or what they perceive as a safe zone, right? If other people don't know how to do my, do my job, I make myself more valuable. And what they don't realize is that is all 100% about their lack of self-confidence and it's about their ego. And here we go through life, bumping into people uh, and having an emotional response based on everything that we have around us, based on the people that we deal with and the circumstances. And we're making decisions and having emotional responses based on those interactions, which are all tied to our ego. Now, in religion, we call it something else. We call it sin. And you say, whoa, how are those things too aligned? <laughs> well, let me tell you. I say ego. You say sin. The sin in man are the things that cause him to lead to anger. An emotional outburst, right? So on one hand, my emotional response based on some kind of stimuli caused me to become angry. That anger caused me to have some type of an outburst. Some people could say that that outburst was a sin. It's the weakness in man. And it is a weakness, no matter what you call it. Whether you call it a sin in man, or whether you call it part of the ego, either way, it's part of who we are. Either way, you have to recognize it so you can deal with it. And dealing with it is what I call the daily grind, right? Because first of all, it's a grind to get to a point where you recognize that the things that you see in other people that irritate you, that bother you, that anger you, are most often the things that we have within us. And there's many people who believe and 
I can't say that they're wrong, that what you see in other people that you don't like are the things that are within us that we don't like. And if you'll stop for just a little bit and take a close look at yourself and put your ego to the side and evaluate yourself and your weaknesses, you may agree. So tackling the ego is something that should be done on a regular basis. And I have talked about increasing your awareness, uh, starting with baby steps again, uh, uh, the, the hot air balloon that's full of air, before you can take off on any type of a journey of self-improvement, you first have to go and address these attachments. The ego being one of the attachments. Many of the other things, again, being symptoms of the ego. You have to become aware of your own thoughts, feelings, and actions that are tied to our ego. Guys, I want to talk about this more in the future, so please tune in because the ego can be our greatest asset, but it can be our biggest enemy. And think about the name of the podcast, Mind Hostage. We are our own worst enemies. I talk to a lot of people about self-improvement and these kind of things, and they tend to glaze over. Sometimes because their ego response is, they don't need to hear this, I'm good, right? <laughs> Some, they look, look, I'm a mess. My life is a mess. I'm comfortable. I don't want to put in the work. Just leave me alone, right? Others, they know they need the help. They're looking. But when it comes to doing the daily grind, they opt out. It's too much work. It's too hard. But if you want to improve yourself, you have to recognize your ego and you have to address it on a routine basis. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, we're going to talk about this again in another episode. But please tune in for the new series, Journey to the Other Side. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.